Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Cosmopolitan's All The Way With. I'm Laura Capon. I'm Paisley Gilmore, and this week we'll be joined by Danielle, a fashion blogger who came out as LGBT in her 30s. And at the end, Paisley, um, I've got a question from one of you listeners um, that you're going to answer for them to help save their sex and relationship lives. Bloody hell, mate. No pressure. <laughs> so something that's been going on a lot in my personal life, well, my friends basically are all talking about this, and I wanted to see what you thought. Okay. Quite a few of my friends are dating people at the moment and there's a noticeable height difference between them and that person. That they're dating? Yeah. So my housemate's dating a man who is the same height as her and she was like, I just think it's weird that we're the same height. Do you know how tall she is? Nothing above like average, like maybe five feet eight. I'm like, yeah, no clue. I've got no idea what that means. (laughs) No concept of feet. (laughs) And then another one of my friends who's female is dating a girl who's significantly shorter than her and we've all just kind of been talking about it a lot and it seems that so many people get freaked out dating someone shorter than them and I wondered like Um, I find okay so personally although I have so many qualms height is not one of them and I I don't get the height thing okay people are obsessed with it Mm -hmm. and it's always in like they're dating by their height. And like I said, I've got no, I can't gauge that. Do you think men put it in their bio? Yeah. And then they'll put like a comment sometimes, which makes them feel bad. And it'll be like for all the like heightists, I'm. Oh. And I just think, I just don't, height is really not a thing to me. But it's so massive. I know what you mean, like yeah. all my friends. And they'll go on a date and it'd be the first thing they say. It wouldn't be mm-hmm. their personality, it's their height. Well, it kind of goes back to that thing, like what kind of man do you want? Tall, dark and handsome. Like tall is always the first descriptor. Yeah. We're all like... And also then it's not fair because our height doesn't come into it really. Unless though, mm. to be fair, one of my friends is very tall. She's six foot. And she says she hates it, but she's kind of accepted that she's never probably going to find a guy that's taller than her. Yeah. I just don't... I really don't get that. Also, I never see that thing of looking up to someone or looking Mm -hmm. down to them. I think that's really... It's obviously the right way to think about things. Like, height shouldn't matter. But I think it's so ingrained in us, isn't it? Like, I wonder if it goes back to, like, um, caveman days. I think it does. It's like, oh, that person's tall and they can protect me and help me survive in the wilderness. And somehow we associate that with how with attractive. protection. Yeah. Should we ask, Dave, how tall are you? Well, I'm five foot ten and a half. And <laughs> a half does matter. <laughs> <laughs> so do you feel paranoid about your height? When you were dating back in your heyday, did you feel paranoid? He's in his heyday, Elsie. Um, no, I 
didn't feel paranoid about it at all but I have to say I generally used to date women shorter than myself just because I preferred petite women so it mm. was never an issue anyway he's also a heightist in his own way I think you're silly if you discredit someone for their height I absolutely agree but I think we need to unlearn that I think it's something we've just been socialised maybe you should try with homework (laughs) try and if you're uh, if you're on like the apps try and swipe on someone you wouldn't normally because of their height well someone said to me that the woman who's dating the shorter girl she was like um because the shorter woman just absolutely owns it and has like this amazing energy, it's really attractive. And I can imagine like some maybe shorter men might be a bit like feel insecure about it, which, you know, it's not someone being insecure about something is not the most unfortunately attractive quality. Whereas if you just own it. Yeah. And like, look at, um, I'm trying to think, Danny DeVito <laughs> and, and Arnie, they are like best friends. They're not in a relationship. Elsie. Yeah, but they got such a good relationship I, <laughs> whether it's non-sexual I'm just saying I'm I'm not a heightist I, I really like that about you all men may apply so today we're here with Danielle Vanier a 33 year old fashion content creator who came out earlier this year she's here to talk about coming out in your 30s and how her new relationship and love for her girlfriend has surpassed all her expectations yeah. oh god I'm already oh. gonna cry <laughs> I'm so dishes. excited to cry <laughs> I'm so excited because I know Danielle. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at her now saying her full name. We've met at events. Yeah. But I'm honestly fascinated. I feel like this is going to give me hope. This is oh, going to... good. Not much pressure for you, Danielle. No, it's all right. It's okay. Let's see how I get on. Um, okay. So you're obviously very popular on Instagram. You're a fashion influencer. Yeah. Um, I was kind of stalking, researching you some <laughs> um, And I feel like previously you didn't talk about dating. Yeah much can you tell us a bit about your dating background before you came out Mm -hmm. yeah so it wasn't that I didn't want to share it it's just it has been such a can I say shit show yeah (laughs) (laughs) it has been that and so I've just sort of gone from like terrible boyfriend to terrible boyfriend and I feel like it's quite sad in retrospect looking back because I feel like I've just taken almost love from like morsels of it from wherever it got sent to me instead of really like ending up with someone I should truly be with so I just sort of went from dickhead man to (laughs) dickhead man always knowing I've liked women but never doing anything about it and just sort of coasting along and it wasn't until last year I, I said to my housemate that I need to do something about this because I was sort of having a bit of a life midlife crisis sort of thing where I was like trying to change lots of things about my personal life and obviously my sexuality was one of them so yeah I just sort of I would share the occasional guy I was dating but then I actually had one follower a few years ago literally dm him and then he went on a date with her. So obviously he was a dickhead, but she oh was... Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Wow. So then I was like, oh, I don't even want to share anything when I am with someone because yeah. snakes out there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, and you're like ruined. Yeah. yeah but obviously he wasn't obviously into me because he, you know, went off with it's her. good riddance, really. Yeah. So when you say you were always interested in women, what mm-hmm. did that... Was it like you would look at women when you were younger, when you identified as straight and be yeah. like... Yeah, maybe I think, I'm. I think it was the whole case of putting it under like girl crushes. Yeah, when actually I was just raging queer. So, <laughs> 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 um, but no, I always 
fancied and it's funny like the same type of women like very androgynous um and I just sort of I sort of got I fannied around with a few women when I was in fannied around (laughs) perfect word to use (laughs) I was um when I was like in my early 20s and then I just sort of yeah put it on the back burner it's never been a case of trying to hide anything about me because I'm very open I'll Mm -hmm. tell anybody anything but I just didn't do anything about it and then that's when I I said to my housemate last year actually I think I need to like try this and Mm -hmm. I found also straight away it's been a lot of people sexual fetishized sorry like obviously two women being together mm. like the dms i've already received from people are just off the scale like i'm obviously used to getting dms from crazy people but people asking me like who's the boy in the relationship oh. who dicks who all these things oh and i'm like God. what like what i don't ask you if you're like if your husband's into pegging like <laughs> Sharon, do you know what I mean? I don't, like, and if, if you were dating a man, there's no way they'd message saying, no, "Oh, who's no. who's the dominant yeah. one?" So, just going back, how did you then? So, you'd you'd thought you were having a midlife crisis mm-hmm. and you wanted to get it on, yeah. <laughs> with girls. Um, so, yeah. what did you do? How did you? Um, so, I went straight to online dating because I'd done that obviously with when I was dating males, and so I started off with Bumble. And um, it was it was actually really interesting to start finding out who I was attracted to, who mm-hmm. my type was, um, and then like met somebody, and they turned out to be so <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on, moving on. Classic. Um, let's not give her any airtime. <laughs> um, but it it obviously helped me in a number of ways because I firstly I came out to my parents because of her essentially because I I was like I've met my person I feel so happy but obviously it didn't work out but um had you never told so no. your, did your friends and your family know my my before? friends always knew I was I guess bi yeah. and liked women um so it's never been a shock to any of them um more like finally like <laughs> um but my parents I was talking about this the other day actually my dad has always sort of jokingly said because I was never bringing guys home he was like you know if you do like a woman it's fine and I was always like no it's alright I'm not a lesbian <laughs> but really I didn't think like oh I should tell him I just didn't didn't like know or something yeah. so um, yeah it was like very easy to then finally tell everybody around me and it's weird I didn't even feel like I needed to do a big like coming out post or speech because I started dating women last year, it wasn't until I'm now with my girlfriend now that I was like, well, I might as well sort of start talking about my sexuality a bit more. So, so yeah. what, what made you to decide to do it then and with her? Oh, she's smiling. Oh, yes, <laughs> just because she's just unreal. Like, honestly, I've just never felt such love and affection and um, kindness. And, like, she's just honestly everything. And I didn't... I, I'm literally welling up. <laughs> I can see the tears in her eyes. She calls me a big baby because obviously in my job and everything, you have to act like quite like assertive and chatty. Mm. But really, I just like want to be looked after sometimes. So, um, but yeah, oh, I want to sing Lady Gaga. <laughs> what? You know her new song? I haven't heard one. No, she did an arm movement. That she was... did one solo. <laughs> arm that was enough. It wasn't cool. Um, can you tell us about your first date with her? Because we saw yeah. you tweeted about it and. I I think yeah. that's what oh, made I'm, you cry. It was, I was crying at a thread yeah. of Danielle's where she tells us a story of the first date, so please. Um, well, I'm always like the bossy one in charge and she's sort of, 
said that she would pick the venue and tell me when and where and everything. And I was like, oh, my God. Because <laughs> um, it's always been me, which I just can't stand. So, yeah, she picked the place and it wasn't like anything fancy or over the top. It was just like a nice bar in Islington. And she had, like, noted that I love um, a certain drink called Aperol Spritz. And she'd, like, <laughs> ordered me one. And then she texts me when I was nearly, like, at the bar. She's like, let me know when you're nearly here so I can come out and meet you. And then walk you to the table. So I was like, considerate. I was like, what? <laughs> Who? <laughs> Where? <laughs> Were you like, I love you already? And yeah. I like, okay, yeah. <laughs> and, um... Like when I walked in, the waitress like brought the drink over and I was like, this is mad. And then we had like an amazing night together. They extended our table because they were meant to give it away. But obviously we were just so violently in love. <laughs> um, they extended our table and we just had such a good night. And I mean, in the first like 10 minutes, we spoke about all the things that you should literally not speak about on a date. Like politics just everything and it was really nice because it was like okay so we know you you we're like both of us are nice normal people okay good um, <laughs> and yeah just had the best night and knew that like that night I wanted to see her and it was it was really weird she has no clue really about my career or Instagram or social media which I love because I didn't want to sort of meet someone actually in my field and she like made us do a boomerang on our first date because she's never done one before. And then consequently, each date we had, we always did a boomerang. And it's so nice because I've literally got like hashtag content um, from like our very first date. <laughs> That's really nice. Obviously no one will see it, but it's just like us together. And yeah. On your first date, because I mm -hmm. feel a lot of my friends who are now coming out later, yeah. They're all really worried about going on a date with someone and kind of having to tell them, I haven't really done this before. Yeah. Did you talk about that on your first date with her much? or? Because um, I'd like, obviously, up until then, I'd dated previously last year. Um, I had all that. I wasn't even nervous, actually, when I went when I went on my first date last, you know, last mm. year. Um, but, no, she'd sort of... We'd already spoken online and then in messages and then sort of in person about where I was at and mm -hmm. she just like didn't care because I was worried about like oh I'm a baby gay like yeah. you know what I mean but I also know what I want and know what I don't want and I'm quite assertive so I just have been able to be quite open about yeah. that so even on my first ever date with a woman I've never been like shy to not be affectionate with her in public mm -hmm. or have my hand held and stuff like that so I feel very lucky that I've I'm that way inclined. Yeah. Can I ask if you've um, noticed any difference between... I've only dated men. Yes. Differences between dating men and women. Yeah. Are you um, interested? Yeah. I'm, I'm genuinely fascinated. <laughs> I'm like, everyone that seems to come out says it's just so much better. Honestly. Yeah. I, she texts me. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's <laughs> the end. The end. <laughs> she replies. <laughs> yeah, true. She um, texts me to see if I'd got home okay and... Um, little things like that like she's so um, obviously so I've got a chronic pain condition and that's one thing I've always worried about is when to tell the person that I have an, you know a condition because it's not sexy to tell someone that you're always in pain or like you've got IBS and stuff like that so I've always worried but then as soon as I told her she's like that's literally not a problem I like you for you and so she's just been very I don't know a lot more empathy and considerate and yeah text me back <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I know why you asked that question, but I often think like just playing devil's advocate is that just because that's the kind of person she is yeah. or is it a gendered thing because i'm sure Possibly. there's some women yeah. people date that don't text back yeah. and stuff but yeah, is it like more you just your first girlfriend was a, a nightmare we said no swearing this time else is that swearing <laughs> i've gone in already with all <laughs> no you're thoughts. fine we're trying to train ourselves yeah, sorry. um but yeah. normally being a little extra can be a bit much but when it comes to healthcare it pays to be extra and United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Yeah, I wonder, like, women are kind mm-hmm. of more socialized to be empathetic and caring. So probably in general, yeah. it's nicer to date women. I'd agree. And just the little things that she does just to sort of tell me that she's thinking about me or whatever or cares mm-hmm. about me and she'll do the most minuscule thing and then she'll laugh at me because I'll be looking at her like I'm going to cry and she's like babe the bar is so low <laughs> well, <laughs> that's what happens when you've dated men for years like I had I had like nice nails the other day and um we'd got like um a takeaway and I had We'd obviously got like a can of drink each, and I just like looked over, and she'd like open my can of drink for me, so not so I didn't wouldn't fuck my nails up, and I was like, oh, what? That is beautiful. <laughs> Although I'm like, that's a lot. I mean, I wouldn't even do that for. I I wouldn't think you wouldn't. Think that's so considerate. Yeah, she's yeah. super. It yeah, it's just how she's like, you know, acts of love and that sort mm. of thing. Hers is definitely love languages. Love, that's it. Love languages. <laughs> Hers is definitely the what's the like doing things for people. One. Oh yeah, <laughs> acts of service. Yes, is that, is yeah. That yeah. Hers yeah. is definitely that. And then obviously I didn't really know this about me, but obviously mine's like receiving it. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best one. To Taking have. <laughs> just and take quality it. time together, <laughs> of course, all of that. Um, and in terms of like a, your sex life, I don't mm-hmm. know if you want to talk about it. Yeah. Um, do you feel more comfortable with a yeah. woman than with a man? Um, do you feel like you don't have the same insecurities you had before? Yeah, 100%. Like it's, I, w- I wasn't even worried back with the last person I was seeing, like about the intimate side of things. Um, like a bit nervy about like some of the things, but not, not like about my body or um, 
oh my god I've got like some stubble on my legs or you know what I mean like my minge is really hairy <laughs> or just <laughs> things that before I would have been like oh he's gonna think I'm gross not the body hair I don't think this but some people are like that so um yeah I've just felt very comfortable and um was it like having sex for the first time again like did you have that kind of do you know what I mean like yeah because it's like yeah definitely do you know what to do Mm -hmm. yeah because a lot of it is like reading each other and there's a lot more communication I think and that's obviously really important um I'm able to say what I like and what I don't like a lot more whereas I find before if I was just like having like a one night stand or something you don't really say what you want you're just going through the motions and waiting until he bitch <laughs> it's all about him I don't know about yeah. you but I, f- I found when I was dating men that if I did tell them what I wanted they almost were reject they felt that was a rejection or they found it hard to take direction whereas yeah. women seem so much more willing to want to get it I right yeah I agree yeah it's bloody great, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> God, I'm in like a lesbian so, loving. <laughs> I actually don't identify as a lesbian, Sorry. I'll see. Yeah. But, well, speaking of that, yeah. did you identify as straight before and do you use a label now or are you figuring it out? What do you think about labels in general? Um, I'd say, I guess I was like, is it straight passing? I just <laughs> didn't really, I guess if someone asked me, I would mostly say straight, but then sometimes by and then mm-hmm. sometimes so now I don't really know I mean like I feel I mean my girlfriend says you are gay gay I mean you sound very gay with all the crying <laughs> yeah. all the shagging yeah. yeah she's like you are gay gay so um yeah I still haven't kind of kind of um worked out yet but just feel very gay I think it's ever-changing for yeah. me I change my mind like within a matter of days sometimes yeah. I'm like oh I'll never have sex with a man again mm-hmm. and then I'm like oh will I I don't know yeah. Like, and actually we don't need to decide I think it makes it almost makes everybody else feel more comfortable like mm-hmm. I don't care like yeah. do you know what I mean just love a woman exactly so yeah have you got like queer friends yeah okay that's good because yeah. when I came out I didn't really have any queer friends so I felt quite lonely but yeah. did you have I people you Im- could speak to about yeah, it yeah I can imagine it is tough for people obviously I'm afforded like a big privilege that I'm, you know, I live in a city where there's all types of people. Mm-hmm. And yes, yeah, so I've always had queer friends. Mostly I'd say actually um, gay, like gay males, but um, the odd lesbian thrown in. It's <laughs> a good measure. Yeah. <laughs> but I, so it's weird. I haven't, I'm quite like, I don't really need to ask people's opinions or help about anything. So I found even with this, I've kind of just sort of, waded in and sort of hope for the best but I have met a few now since being more part of the community mm-hmm. and that's really nice um so yeah very very lucky okay and what was the reaction like from your friends and family it's all been good mm-hmm. but how about your followers and obviously yeah. it's difficult because you're coming out on a how many Instagram followers do you have um I think it's like a hundred and seventeen um, thousand. thousand that's a lot of people yeah. to come out to at one time yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's the, the kind of reaction from them mostly positive um 
it's really sweet actually I, I well up quite a lot of my messages because uh, obviously I went from never sharing anybody to then when I was dating my the last girl I didn't even announce it I just sort of put her up on my stories and then everyone was like hang on a minute and I just didn't feel the need to be like I'm dating a woman now um, but then obviously with my girlfriend where I know that I will hopefully will be with her for a very long time I have felt the sort of want to tell people more but yeah um lots of people have been really really positive i have had some negative comments like i'm um faking my relationship that i'm not really a lesbian or bi or whatever i'm doing it for attention stuff like that that um like i've read comments about my girlfriend and me and which i just find wild but i don't really care like the majority of people are just happy that I'm doing me and the others, yeah, I'm not going to... Piss off. Yeah, <laughs> and that <laughs> visibility off. does help people, doesn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. especially in, like, fashion, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, I think fa- it's still... I don't know, like, especially, like, your kind of industry, mm-hmm. it would mean a lot to people, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I assume I assume it's a very still heteronormative yeah. space, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and I think that... Like even the few, I've had quite a few DMs from people who are saying that I've like, I didn't do this to set out to inspire people, but people have messaged me since saying, oh, you've re-inspired me to like come out or have a conversation about my sexuality with my friend or whatever. And that's really amazing. So I'm like, oh my God. Um, And especially when you're, you know, you're a person who is a plus size woman, you're like deemed as like unattractive and you know, fat and lazy and all the terrible words that you're meant to be when you're fat. Um, now I'm, like, queer as well. Some women have messaged me and be like, oh, my God, you know, it's really good that there's somebody out there now like, representing a bit. But there's... And I want to be careful that I don't sort of wade into this community and be like, I've arrived! <laughs> <laughs> because as, like, a white female, I don't need to, you know, talk others down and I need to sort of help like raise others and I think I need to be careful about if I do any jobs or whatever surrounding my mm-hmm. newly coming outiness <laughs> 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 that yeah I don't sort of overshadow others that always get ignored yeah that's really true does any part of you kind of well I do I kind of lament <laughs> for a queer teenagehood that I never had mm-hmm. do, does any part of you think oh I wish I'd kind of explored it earlier or do you think it yeah it's never too late it's sometimes like some because with my girlfriend I wish I'd met her there's quite a big age gap between us and I wish I'd met her ages ago because mm. I just think oh my god so this is what like being in love is like this is how you're meant to be treated so in that respect yes but I kind of because I've never felt like I'm like hiding a part of mm-hmm. me. I don't feel that like grief of what I could have, mm-hmm. a life I could have had. I guess everyone has their sort of time and I'm just glad it, I've done it now and not waited another 10 years. Oh, yeah. Because I think a lot of people are like, I particularly felt a lot of shame around not realising it mm-hmm. sooner properly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it's a bit embarrassing to have to come out, before, you mm-hmm. know, at 29. Yeah. But... There is no. It's never too late, is no, it? So, no. what would you what would you say to someone who was maybe thinking they might not be straight and they might be a bit older? You just got to live your truth, haven't you? Because um, we could all be like 
killed off by coronavirus tomorrow. <laughs> Don't say the C word here. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got any hand yellow? Um, I, yeah, you could literally be killed off tomorrow. So, and wouldn't it be sad if you, I think it's like a really big self, an act of like self-love, isn't it? To be true to yourself and... You know, if you want to investigate parts of your... Like, if you wanted a new job, you'd, like, research that and you'd go into that career (laughs) path. So why don't you start researching a bit of, like, the queer world and seeing what you like and what you don't like and go for it and maybe speak to a really trusted friend or family member because you will have someone someone hopefully out there who's supportive of you. Because I get that it's... Like, I've been very lucky my parents and my family and my friends, but I know that a lot of people are not, you know, lucky Mm. like that. So, yeah, hopefully you have someone around you that's... I love that job analogy. It's so... Yeah. Never never thought of it Do the queer application form. (laughs) (laughs) What type of women do you fancy? Mask. (laughs) (laughs) And how does your girlfriend feel about your relationship being online? Which she's quite a private person and obviously I check with, like, everything before I, like, post stuff. But, um... Her world isn't Instagram and social media at all, so she's, like, learning it all um, as she sort of goes. And I just tried to be respectful. She doesn't really want her, like, career and that sort of thing blasted around the internet, so I just keep that to ourselves. And it's quite nice, actually, to keep some stuff private because yeah. I feel like the the more I'm sharing, the more people have got to talk about it and... You know, like I said before, I've seen some really weird stuff about, like, you know, our relationship. And that that does make me think sometimes, oh, I don't, maybe I don't want to share anything about us. But then I just think, well, I share lots of other things about my life and it seems to be giving other people joy and happiness. So, you know, I just got to be respectful of her. And, I mean, she's definitely having, like, a fast track way into being, like, an Insta wife because she's, <laughs> we went on, like, our first job the other day and we went to Liverpool and she had to take some content for me. Oh. And uh, she, she's just so cute. She's just so, like, willing. And I think in about six months, I'm like, she needs to retain that willingness. <laughs> it's not likely to. No. She'll <laughs> probably start cussing me out at about, like, the fourth photo. So, yeah. But um, for now, she does a great job. That's great. Get her on the payroll. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming. Well, thank you It's been lovely me. to speak to you. Uh, I've loved I've loved every minute. Oh, thanks. <laughs> time for question of the week. My favourite time, not this time though, because it's Why? a bit grim. Oh, when is it not grim? Um, so the most this is the most googled, not one that I came up with. Um, can you get pregnant from pre cum? <laughs> is it the word pre cum? Yeah, yeah, it's minging, isn't it? Mm. Um, this is one that so many people Google, but I feel like so many people it, they risk the pre cum. I mean, when I used to sleep with men, I did it because I, I didn't know really what it was. It's yeah, like, it seems like a separate entity. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> Please. Um, so first of all, pre-cum is uh, also referred to as pre-ejaculate, if you're a posho. Um, it's that fluid that comes out of the end of the penis when someone is aroused. Um, and this is probably going to put you off BJ's for life, Elsie, but it comes from the cowper's glands, which is right at the base of the penis. Um, it passes through the urethra, where the wee comes out, and it mixes with mucus. And that is what pre-cum is. <laughs> so it's not semen? Well, no, it's not exactly semen. It, this, But it still can potentially get you pregnant, which is why we need to be super careful, because although it doesn't generally contain sperm, it is possible that a few could get in there, because 
say the last time someone ejaculated, if they haven't weed since the semen could still kind of be in there so it could come out in the pre-cum mix in with the mucus oh don't mucus pre-cum sperm so the moral of the story is yes pre-cum can potentially get you pregnant and you should always put a condom on the second that dick gets hard before you do anything don't touch it don't even look at it unless there's a condom on it and you don't want to get pregnant because also it can uh pass on stis and viruses and bacteria pre-cum i mean so I can't what? wait to eat my porridge. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so I think I'm all pre-cummed out, but any more facts? No, make it stop. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, this brings us to the end, thank God, of this episode of Cosmopolitans All The Way With. Thanks to Danielle for joining us and to you all for listening. If you have any sex questions or dating dilemmas, um, you can reach us on Twitter or Instagram at Cosmopolitan UK. Cosmopolitans All The Way With was recorded at Number 8 Studios and is available to download on Acast, iTunes, etc, etc. Thanks for listening. Bye. 